Hey there, listeners. What a year it's been so far. We're a little over halfway through 2020. And this year, I have learned that now without the ability to have more in-person meetings, more in-person communication, the value of what you say and how you say it are now increasingly getting more and more important as we've removed the visual component. Yes, we're using Zoom all the time. Yes, there are other platforms like Teams and Adobe Connect, but most of us aren't using the video that much. But most of us are finding ourselves just using the audio side. And but most of us are just using the share screen option. So now we can see how what you say and how you say it have started to become more and more impactful. And this has got me thinking, what are we doing to be a little bit more choosy with what we decide to say? How do we be choosy to make sure we give off the right meaning? But most importantly, if everything we do as communicators is for our audience, what are we doing not to shut them down? In today's episode of Everyday Improvement, an I Speak podcast, I want to talk about scratching your butt. All right, there's my there's my little bit of dad humor there trying to reach out, and I can't claim it for my own. I learned it from Kevin Karshnick, one of our instructors at iSpeak. But humor aside, we have to be very careful with that word, but. Now, this is something that we teach in a couple of our different workshops. We teach what I'm about to give you in our sales workshop in our Tools for Influencing workshop, spontaneous presentations, even in our leadership course. Now, the lesson in all of these courses that we teach is responding with empathy first. When somebody gives you an opinion, when somebody pushes back on you, when somebody mentions something that you just don't agree with, or maybe it's a difficult situation, many of us we listen to what the other person has to say, we may empathize correctly, we may acknowledge what they have to say, and then we follow it up with one word that completely shuts down our audience, completely shuts down the conversation, and now we become the aggressor. And that's the word, but. Hey, this video platform just isn't working. Yes, Vicky, thank you. I appreciate your concern about the video platform, but it's the one that we have been told to use. Hey, I, I've been doing a lot of work on this project, and I, I just don't think that we should switch right now because we're almost done. Yes, Victor, I know you've done a lot of work on this project. It's very valued, but this is the direction of the executive committee. Do you hear how that word, but, just rings really hard. Hey, I understand that you've put forth a lot of effort or Mr. Customer, I can appreciate that you're on a tight budget, but what you need to see is, I remember being in a sale once. I was working with a client in the state of Washington. I was selling business to business solutions. And I remember when a customer gave me that objection, I just can't afford it. I said, well, Mr. Customer, as I've been trained as a sales professional, Mr. Customer, I can appreciate your budget, but the plan that we have laid out for you, and that guy stopped me and said, son, 
you're not listening. We can't afford it. Instantly, what I did in that moment by using that one word, but, is I told him, I don't care, I wasn't listening, and I've been coached to just move on and barrel through my objections to get the sale complete. Many of us are barreling through. Many of us are pushing ahead, and we use that word, but. Oh, but Todd, I don't use but. I use however. Well, I use although. I can see the work you're putting on this project, although we need to go in this direction. Team, whether it's but, however, or although. They're all words that contradict the previous statement. Now, I'm not saying you can never use the word but again. Let's just take a look at when we go to use it, when we should be using it. If you're acknowledging what somebody has said, an idea, and you want them to feel heard, you want them to feel valued, then empathize with them. Don't say but, then move on. As soon as we put that but in, we just tell them, I don't care, you're wrong, let's move on. Now you may be wondering, well, Todd, what am I supposed to do? You just said then move on, how do I move on? When you acknowledge whatever they have to say, if it's an idea, a strategy, when they've been explaining something and you say, I hear you, now it's time to move on, you have two options. You can pause and say nothing, take a good pause, then start your next statement, start your alternative, start your handling that objection or whatever it is you're looking to move forward on. Or you can use the word and. So either pause or and will do the job effectively. Hey, John, I can appreciate your point of view on this because this is going to be a difficult change for our team to take on. And what I think we should do is focus on this category to move forward. Hey, Christina, I understand that you are frustrated by this new change that we've been seeing because it is now more workload with less people on our team. And here's what I'm thinking we can do to solve that. Both of those were just examples of and. I mean, you can insert your example. If someone were to push back on me, Todd, the price is too high on that. Mr. Customer, I can appreciate that you have a budget that you're looking to stick to for this year. Let's take a look at some other options so we can work with your budget and you still get to come out on top as the hero. There was a use of a pause. Now maybe you don't say, so you come out as a hero. I'm just illustrating not using that word but. Team, just a pause or the word and will get the job done and you finish the rest of your thoughts, you go in the direction you're looking to go. Team, in our classes, we ask our students to capture their Satori moments. Satori, a Chinese-Japanese term which means sudden spiritual awareness, in our class, those are the aha moments. And this has always been an aha moment for a lot of our students because most of us don't realize when we use that word but, what we're really saying and what we really mean. And what ends up happening is the other person shuts down or the other people shut down 
or your audience that you're presenting to now all of a sudden start feeling uncomfortable and feel like they're getting talked down to. Team, to wrap up our time together today in a little bit shorter of an episode, my challenge for all of you, as we move forward with more virtual meetings, more in-person meetings, and more family gatherings, think about when you use that word, but. Think about, can you move forward in your conversation without using the word, but? So now instead of shutting people down after you've heard them, they feel valued, they feel heard, and we still move forward in the different direction you're taking us. Team, with this information on being careful of using the word but, and a little bit of inspiration to want to have better relationships through how we communicate. Once you start implementing this information and your inspiration, that is how we get to everyday improvement.